SAFM 104 to 107. 16 minutes to 8 the time. Good morning. Well, the National Council of Provinces this week passing the Prevention and Combating of Hate Crimes and Hate Speech Bill. It would make hate speech illegal, whether it's in a WhatsApp message, if it's on Facebook, if it's on X or Twitter, whatever it is. Uh, it would be illegal. Lerato Ntwampe is a social media legal consultant and attorney. Lerato, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Thanks for having me. We've always had certain offences uh, around this. So there was the Equality Act, for example, um, mm-hmm. and it's always been a crime to say certain things. Does this bill criminalise uh, new forms of speech? Does it make certain things an offence that were not an offence before? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I think uh, this uh, uh, specific bill, what it's done is that now it's increased more grounds um, in terms of, of hate speech, although they were there in the Equality Act. But I think with this specific act, um, you know, they make it a crime. So it's it's more specific because obviously it speaks to publishing, it speaks to advocating for anything, it speaks to communication, and it also speaks to electronic communications, which we didn't have before. So it it makes it a bit more clearer in terms of what hate speech is and especially hate speech online. There's so many interesting things to this. So for example, it says you cannot show a prejudice based on someone's profession. So if someone were to say Mm -hmm. on social media, Stephen Crutus, you are a journalist, you are a lying journalist, you are all the same, journalists are all liars. Would that be illegal? Mm -hmm. I think that would be, it would apply more to the hate crime. So the occupation part of it, um, part of the characteristics that they've now included is for hate crime. So for example, if I go and murder Stephen Curtis because I believe that journalists are liar, then it would be constituted as a hate crime and not necessarily hate speech. So for the occupation bit, it's part of, 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 of hate crime and not specifically hate speech. So the grounds for hate speech would be age, Albinism, for example, birth, color, uh, culture, disability, ethnicity, and the list goes on. But occupation uh, specifically has been um, sort of like rooted out and it's more specific to a hate crime. So, for example, if you go to a doctor and now you hate doctors because maybe your child didn't survive cancer or they didn't survive. And now you just have this perceived uh, notion and you just have this prejudice and intolerance towards doctors and you decide to murder a doctor or assault a doctor, then it would be constituted as a hate crime. So people can still say all politicians can't be trusted. I mean, I, I mean, I think there needs to be a clear intention um, to, 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 to be harmful and obviously to incite harm. And harm has obviously been given a definition. Um, you know, harm needs to be economical. Harm needs to be um, psychological, social and substantial. So obviously uh, a victim would then need to be able to sort of uh, write a sworn, a sworn statement or affirmation to actually reflect that they've suffered some kind of harm. So I think, uh, you know, it, it's not just a blanket of just saying that uh, I'm going to offend mm. Stephen, but I actually st- I need to be able to show that, you know, there's been harm um, and, and of course some sort of harm and obviously your harm needs to be on the basis of has it been psychological, emotional, economical and also social. So I think uh, intention also needs to be there. So I don't think it's just a tick box exercise just to say that, well, just because I've offended Stephen, now I'm going to be found guilty of, of, of this mm. uh, offence. Okay, so it's not just about feeling offended. It's about something Mm. more than that. It needs to be... Absolutely. 
Okay. Um, it's intriguing. I, I mean, there's a really interesting philosophical debate about this. Someone commits a murder. Mm. They say they committed a mm-hmm. murder because of the person's profession or the person's gender. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. person is still dead. Does it really matter what was going through the mind of the person who killed them? I mean, and I think because because what I'm trying to get to is is a so mm. so, so so committing a murder, which is probably the worst crime that you can do. Does it matter yeah. why the person committed the murder? So, in other words, mm. the, the person would go to jail for for life anyway. What's another ten mm. years because it was motivated by prejudice? I think it, it, it does matter, Stephen. I think if you look at the albino killings and you look at the corrective rape, uh, you know, uh, against lesbians and queer women and, and you look at xenophobia, I think it is important that we make that distinction that it was a hate crime because this person essentially is against, is prejudiced against these people. I think it does matter, although, yes, you're going for murder anyway, but I think it's that element that gives justice um, to those people, that those minority groups, you know, who are probably overlooked by society and it's very important that you know uh, they we make quite a clear statement that if you are going to commit a hate crime or you do have sort of a, a prejudice against people that if you if you decide to murder them there will also be that element of a hate crime and you will be labeled as such in society okay it's 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 fascinating um there are other things that happen all the time so from time to time um, politicians in our society, and I'm not going to mention the examples, although I can if I need to, <laughs> have used the word, and I, 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 you know, there's some insults that Julius Malema once said something about Claudio Mozzanegh mm-hmm. that I can't repeat on the radio, and he said it at a rally. Yes. In fact, I can see the gate where he said it. Um, but there's the word cockroach, right? I thought mm-hmm. this might be a useful mm-hmm. example. Is it wrong mm-hmm. to call someone a cockroach in a way that politicians mm-hmm. mean it, by which I think you could argue it means that you are an animal. It means you're an animal that mm-hmm. needs to be squashed. You need to be stood on. There's the mm-hmm. history of the use of the mm-hmm. word cockroach in Rwanda, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. Or would that be someone that would say, it's just a common or garden insult. Mm-hmm. I just mean to show that I despise you and that I do not mm-hmm. trust you. So would that word, you know, be a problem under this law? I think absolutely. I think it would because then it shows a clear intention because I think we need to look at the history of the word. And I think that's what's always important. Um, You know, people would say there have been cases where people have been called monkey and, you know, uh, you know, they got away with it but if you know when it, it, it the the when the the case went to a higher division you know the judge would then look at the history of the word monkey for example and say it is a hurtful thing you know there's a clear intention to be harmful and to incite some sort of harm and obviously to promote some sort of hatred based on that specific uh, ground so i think words like that that have uh, you know history and 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 that are there to sort of like uh, uh, incite some sort of, of of harm and obviously also be harmful I think they would definitely then be be, be be taken as hate speech so I think you know it is important that you know certain words even emojis certain emojis that we'll be using for it now um, you know will also be be, be, be constituted as, as hate speech because if there is a clear intention for that you using it to sort of inside harm or to promote propaganda or even if you share something that was harmful and then you use an emoji maybe you're laughing um, 
it means that you might be agreeing with it. So I think there are certain uh, words and certain emojis and certain phrases in our society that we use willingly. But if we look at the history of the word and and, and the depth of the word, then we'll be able to uh, establish it as hate speech. And under the bill, if it's passed in this form, is only the person who makes the comment responsible. And where I'm really getting with here is um, WhatsApp administrators. Could they be Mm. responsible too? Absolutely. I think then the chain of publication would obviously apply um, because if it does say that if you if you distribute it uh, on electronic communication uh, and, 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 and you know that it's hate speech, um, you know, if you consider if you if you continue to obviously pepper, um, you know, distribute it, you will be held liable unless you're obviously, uh, you know, it's part of the exceptions where you're distributing it maybe for for, uh, for fair comment or accurate reporting or academic and scientific inquiry, or, you know, in terms of, of creativity. So I think there are certain um, exclusions that, or exceptions that will exclude, that exclude, uh, you know, how we'll be engaging with, with with those terms. But obviously, the chain of publication would, would, would obviously, um, you know, play a part there, and you would be held liable if you don't meet uh, some of those exceptions. Lerato Ntwampe, really appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much. Lerato Ntwampe is a social media legal consultant and attorney.